0: i'm patrick
1: and i'm alex and this is swirl talk 901
0: today we are talking about the pandemic and of course everybody is tired of hearing about that or talking about it I know I am. I Um, am, but let's go ahead and talk about it for an hour. Let's (laughs) go ahead and just dish on the pandemic and where we are in that. Uh, Right now, I believe a good number of our circle has gotten at least their first shot, the two of us we've gotten our second shot so we are fully vaccinated we are good
1: we are fully inoculated and ready for hugs
0: we can go out there and judge people who aren't wearing masks and be like are you vaccinated no i don't think so Mm -hmm. you're disgusting get your life together you suck Mm -hmm. we could totally be like that and that and we will be justified we're allowed to be like that we won't be like those people are like you shouldn't wear masks they're trying to track your blood masks or muzzles yeah like anybody cares what you think in your hillbilly life or your possible intelligent hillbilly life whatever you're stupid we don't care
1: you know what's funny to me too is like i kind of see a correlation between the people who don't want to wear masks also don't want to get vaccinated I'm like so we're just gonna keep killing each other. Yeah, exactly. Like maybe
0: and those and those are the people who never get sick. Cool. Yeah, (laughs) gotcha. Those are the people (laughs) who never get sick, they Uh never die, and they just keep passing it on to everybody else and all the good people are dying, whereas those special babies get to live forever because they suck. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, man,
1: we're just going to hit the ground running today. Yeah, that that is that is how I
0: feel. Showing about our this. sass. <laughs> I because, am I mean, ready. This is one of those things that it's it. Unfortunately, it's not 100 percent preventable because it's it's a virus and people get sick and stuff like that. But the things you can do about it is really just you can you can totally wear a mask keep everybody safe, which is for our benefit. You wearing a mask is for our benefit and we should wear masks for your benefit so that Mm -hmm. you don't get sick. And you're not spreading your disgusting filth out there for everybody to deal with. So early
1: in the pandemic, I went to my primary care physician for a regular checkup and I was asking him about the safety measures because he acted immediately. I think it was either March or April. It was very early into the pandemic. And he acted immediately and shut down his office to where it was just his, just the waiting room was the exam room for everybody. So he let one person in at a time. His staff was completely like, he only has one other person, two other people who work there. And I think they didn't work the same shifts. Like they just kind of assumed each other's roles, like, you know, and let the other one off. And he was fully... You know from head to toe and ppe um he had the mask shield gown gloves like all this stuff so i was talking to him about it and i said well what do you recommend as far as like keeping other people safe do we need to quarantine because this was after the two weeks so happy anniversary of two weeks to flatten the curve
0: <laughs> yes <laughs> so. it's been a very very long year because of this
1: Yeah. Well, and I asked him there, I was like, okay, well, he was wearing a hazmat suit, but what can I do if I, you know, need to do things? Like I was, is, is quarantining the only way that we can keep each other safe? Because we didn't know, like, we didn't know what was going on. Right. So he said, no, you don't have to quarantine, do what you need to do, but wear a mask. He's like, it's spread by respiratory particles. Yeah. Wear a mask. Do what you need to do. Live your life. And I've, like, I've followed that this whole time. Like, I've been very respect, You know, I, I tried. I limited my, you know, coming and going as much in big crowds and stuff. You know, but I still did what I needed to do while wearing a mask. You know.
0: Well, and you just, fortunately have got to stay at home. Like, right, right. Throughout this entire and thing. And that's very
1: important. I'm, right. I don't take that for granted. Like, we can go ahead and say, like, I have been working. I worked in an office um, before, and in March of last year, they sent anybody who could work from home, like anybody who could fully do their job on their laptop and their phone. Everybody go home for two right. weeks, <laughs> yeah, and then we'll come back. And now it's been a year. Yeah, so, ex- exactly. Yeah, and it's I've been, been to the building one time, but that's because there are there are about two hundred people in my building. And there are dozens of those people who have to be there. Like we're a distribution center. Like you, there's, you can't be a distribution center without people on site. So in their, you know, for their safety and everybody else's, they're like, don't even come up here if you don't have to. Right. And I really respect that about my company because we're a medical company and they took action very quickly and have done, you know, everything that they can do from supplying PPE Um, to, you know, making sure that everybody's set up remotely and um, that there are safety precautions for everybody at the warehouse, like, you know, hiring different sort of sanitation crews to come in and fully sanitize, you know, between shifts and stuff like that. It's The company acted very quickly. What about you? What's work looked
0: like for you? Like, for me, um, we let out two... No, one day before spring break. So we were already going to be going on spring break. And we were like, you know, they were just like, you know, this doesn't look like it's getting any better. So they let us out. And I was actually on my way to Indianapolis that following week or the week of spring break. So I'm driving up there. You know, people are still out on the road. Everything is normal and everything. And... I'm halfway up there. And the friend that I was going to see was like, hey, so they just shut down our city. And I'm like, oh, well, what does that mean for me? Right, like, what does that mean? No, I was like, I was like, what does that mean? He was like, you can still come. We're just not going to be able to go anyplace or whatever. And I was like, well, that's cool. I, you know, I'm not big on that anyway. So I go up there. I'm up there for uh, four, three, four days, I believe it was, four days. And... Uh, Rob called me. He's like, Hey, so they're talking about shutting down Olive Branch. And I was like, Well, ugh, I probably need to be there. So I go back a day early or so. And when I go back, the everything was empty. Like, the expressway was empty. The roads were empty. Everything was... There was nobody. And I was just like, well, this is kind of weird. But I'm still, like, every time I stopped, you know, I was just like, "Uh, and, You know, I stopped at Walmart, a few Walmarts to get toilet paper on the way back. Because I was just like, toilet paper is going to be hard to find. Because I don't know why. So I, I get a couple of uh, big rolls of toilet paper. <laughs> right. Everybody and, went there. Right, why? Yeah, I was just like, I get a couple of big rolls of toilet paper and I'm on my way back, and I'm talking to Rob periodically, and I'm just like, you know, how are things going? He's like, it's very weird. Everybody's being weird. I was like, oh, okay. And we never shut down. That's the part that confused me. Everybody's like, everything's shutting down. Everything's closing. We, ne- The city of Olive Branch and Memphis and surrounding areas did not shut down. Like, what we should have done was take two weeks Everybody closed, nobody go anywhere, everybody stay in their homes unless you absolutely have to get out. And that's what we should have done. But of course we didn't because we're America and that's taking away our rights. If you if you say I can't go to the to the, the platoon down the street, then we're 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 gonna riot or whatever. Whatever. <laughs> so then Every, you know, school doesn't open back up and I'm just like, okay, well, that's very smart. Uh, I, I, I honestly stood by the superintendent. I was just like, yes, good job. We'll figure it out. So that then, was
1: truly, even retrospectively, that was right. a good decision. At exactly. The time. Exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. So then um, March turns into April. And I'm like, <laughs> did it ever? Yeah, I'm like, oh wow, oh, you know, we'll we'll go back next week. Doesn't happen. Then my birthday hits, and I'm just like, like this the first year I haven't done anything for my birthday, in Lord knows how long. And I'm just like, well, this kind of sucks. But I was like, but next month we'll go back to school. Everything will be all right. If we don't go back to school. I'm just like, what in the hell is going on? What is well, going I'm just on? Like, this is crazy. So. We did something for the graduates in, like, I want to say May or June. We did something for the graduating class of seniors that left, but it was very different. We did, like, a rolling graduation thing, and I, I, it was very weird to be there for it. Mm-hmm. So this is, like, June, July, and, or June, and I'm just like, wow, okay, so I haven't left my house But three times in the last two months, I'm going crazy and I will kill someone if one more person tells me not to go anywhere. So I get a job at this place and we go in there. But it's, of course, you don't interact with any of the customers. Everything is through phone. And it's just kind of crazy. I'm just like... This is very weird for me. Like, if you go downstairs, mm-hmm. you have to wear a mask. Everything is just very, like, everybody's being very smart about it. But it's just like, this is, this is crazy. I'm, I don't like this.
2: Then
0: yeah. July hits. And on a Monday, they send an email about all um, admin staff are to return to work. And then they're like. We'll let you know when the next day they're like, we need you here tomorrow. And I was like, I got a whole job. How am I going to how am I going to do this? And I was just like, I got to go back to school. And they're like, oh, they're letting the kids back. I was like, I don't know what they're doing, but I got to go back to work. So I'm I'm good. And we were there for a month before kids actually started back and it was just crazy just like what was that transition like like it was very like kids were not coming into the school but teachers were coming back to work so like my office was shut I was just like I had a table in front of my secondary door my main door was locked you could come talk to me through that secondary door but you were not getting into my space It's like my, my office, my boss, that's it. That's the only people who could get in. And there were certain people that had problems with that. They were just like, well, I'm, I'm good. I'll wear a mask. I was like, no, I'm, I unfortunately cannot afford for you to come in and get me sick because I am a stroke patient and I have, you know, issues and I've got to make sure I'm healthy. So yeah, you're not going to be able to, we can talk six feet apart or whatever but that is it
1: you just mentioned you know you're a stroke patient if you don't mind I don't want to get off the rails too much but can you tell do you feel comfortable talking about your
0: stroke yeah I have what that experience I have, was no, like and... I have no problem with that um so I was at a training for a job that I worked a few years and it was a Saturday and I was feeling I didn't feel bad. I I just didn't feel a hundred percent my best. I felt a little tired. And we had went to lunch and I went to um Jesus' chicken shack to get something because that was the closest place to to where I was and this was this was this was prior to finding out how hateful they were and everything, and their sandwiches are delicious, but gotcha. I will never eat there again. Um, All right. And went there, had lunch, and was on my way back and everything, and walked up the stairs, and I'm I'm standing at this like bar area. It wasn't a bar, but I was standing in this bar area, and I remember thinking huh, I don't feel well right now. And I was trying to reach for something with my right hand. And I realized that my right hand was not working. And I was like, huh, oh my,
1: goodness.
0: my hand's not working. And then I guess I had a look of distress on my face because someone saw what was happening as it was happening. And they rushed over and they were like, Hey, sit down for a second. And then I realized I couldn't move my leg. And I was like, Hey, I can't move my leg or no, I don't, I don't even remember saying that, but I remember saying, Hey, I can't move my leg. They sat me down. I fell over. And Mm. that is the last Mm. thing I remember for like five or six days before I woke up in rehab. Um, and when I say woke up in rehab, I was conscious pretty much the entire time um, this happened. I was conscious for the ambulance ride. Well, you don't
1: remember anything? No, I
0: don't remember anything. I remember my grandparents, my my grand not my grandparents because my grandfather passed years ago. I remember my grandmother, my great aunt, and my aunt coming into the room that Sunday, the following day, and I remember the look on my grandmother's face. And that like broke me like emotionally. I still remember the look on her face and my aunt's face and that like broke me. And then I don't remember anything for the next four days until I woke up and um, my my husband wasn't there, but my best friend was and well one of my best friends was there and she was like hey and I guess the look on my face just kind of was different from the normal or from the previous week's looks on my face and she was like hey are you aware what's going on and I was I didn't talk but I was like yeah I shook my head or whatever they went and got a nurse the nurse got the doctor and that's when everything, I remember everything else that, that happened from that point on. Um, mm. It was very, <clears throat> I, I don't know the right word to use, but it was very disparaging. Like it, it, it kind of, cause I knew something had happened to me. And once I realized that my right side wasn't working and I, I figured it was a stroke. Um, but I didn't quite know. And I remember nurses coming in and they kept asking, they were asking whoever was in the room questions about me. And this, if you're a nurse and you listen to this show, I respect you. I respect the job that you do. And I thank you for that. But I need you to realize that if there's a patient in the room, talk to the patient. Let whoever know that they can answer for that patient. That patient's not able to talk, but talk to the patient because for like four days, they didn't think I could talk because they weren't asking me questions. They're asking the person who was in the room questions about me. And if you if you know me, I, if you're not talking to me, I'm not going to answer like that. That's just me. You could be talking about me, be talking dead to my face, but not talking to me. And I will not answer. And um so you were
1: sassy even. Yeah, no, I was just like, level. you're not
0: you're not talking to me. So I'm not going to answer any questions that you have.
1: <laughs> and
0: they would leave the room. And my friends, whoever was there, would start asking me questions. I'd answer them or whatever. And the doctor came in and Rob was there one day. The doctor came in and he was like. Mr. Pearson, we're really concerned because you're not talking yet. And I was like, well, nobody's talking to me. And he's like, so you can talk. I was like, yeah, I can talk. He's like, well, why didn't you say anything? Because these (laughs) people are coming in the room. They're not talking to me. They're talking around me. And so he goes against the nurse and he's like, he asked me a question. I answered. She's oh my goodness, you could talk. And I'm just like, yeah, I could talk the entire time. It's a miracle. You're not, you, if you don't talk to me, I'm not going to respond. And you don't, you, <laughs> none of you have said one word to me. You're talking around me. And that she's just like, oh, well, I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure you are. But, you know, it was just like, I was over that. I, I was not pleased with that sort of interaction I got from them. So yeah, that it was. It was very. It was a very difficult time for me. I
1: guess. So what about like the long term effects of it?
0: I still have, like, memory. I still have certain like there are certain people, who will come up to me like, "Hey, how are you?" I'll be like, "Oh, I'm doing great," and then and they'll talk to me about something, and I'll just kind of, mm-hmm, yeah, and they'll be like, "Oh, do you remember?" and I'll be like. I'm sorry, I had a stroke a few years ago. I don't remember any of what you're saying. I don't even remember your name. And they will get, like, this look of just, like, that's so sad, and you were so important, or I thought I was important in your life, and I'll be like, "Mm, unfortunately, you weren't. You know, it's
2: just, like, it's, like, it's, it's,
0: like, people who... People who had an impact on my life or people who I saw on a regular basis, those people I remember. I remember everything about them. Um, Or I remember enough about them to be able to, you know, recall things. And I'll still, like, I'll still have flashes of memories about something and I'll be like, oh, wow, okay. Um, Like, there was this young lady who I used to be in choir with and... I've known her for years through karaoke, and she, she, we, we saw each other at karaoke not too long ago, and I was like, "You have the most amazing voice. I love to hear you sing." And she's like, "Yeah, you've, you've heard me sing." And I was like, "Really?" And she's like, "Yeah, you know, we were in choir together and everything." And I was like, "I'm, I'm so sorry. I had a stroke." She was like, "Oh, I know you had a stroke, but..." We were you know I was just like I didn't know how to express how bad I felt from not remembering her. So yeah, is memory is probably the most lasting effect. I know that that's tough to talk about. Um it, it's it's mostly tough because I can't remember a lot of stuff that happened during the stroke itself. Like I this just that's rare scary. and I feel like it's my mind and my body telling me there's certain things you don't need to remember so you're good just kind of forget it and move on so that's how I am yeah yeah it's
1: well that's a good outlook to have for it anyway yeah i mean i think that's something that i've admired this whole time like is it really i remember hearing that you had a stroke and i was just like you know, I tried not to bombard you a lot, but I did message you like every now and then like you ain't gonna forgive me, bitch. <laughs> like, oh,
0: like the family I just kept messaging the, you. The family And came we weirded out. you out. Yeah, yes. the family You were
1: like this is so weird cuz we put together like this huge gift yes, for you and yes. everything.
0: I was just like the family y'all y'all came through on that. I was just like <laughs> Wow. We're like, but
1: we love you. Yeah, let <laughs> us love
0: you. I, I remember, uh, Mama came over and she was just like, she 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 came over. And it was just so weird to have her You're there. Like, Mama's here, right? I was just like, why are you here? I was just like, this is just so weird. And she brought like this huge thing, and I was just like, it? She was like, we 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 wanted to make sure you had collection. everything you had. <laughs> And I was just like, okay. And I remember I remember Christian came over one day and I was wearing boxer briefs and I, he just walked in. I was just like, what the fuck? I was just like, I'm sitting here in my drawers and I opened the door. I was just like, sitting on my come mouth. on here, come on in or whatever. And it was just very, it was all very weird just seeing people in spaces that I wasn't used to them being in. I was just like, yeah. you know, I'm glad y'all love me. I love you too. Just don't love me so much. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> like, but no, that nope. every, impossible. Yeah, everybody was just like amazing. Uh, I remember the first night I went out, we were doing the uh, pride karaoke contest. And mm-hmm. I went to that. And I remember that Kelly came up and she was like, I'm gonna hug you. And I was like, please. And she gave me like this huge hug and I was like, okay, that kind of hurts, but thank you so much. I love you for it. You know, I was right there. Yeah. Yeah, I was standing right there there with her. It's very, just like uh, the, the emotions that people brought to me and brought out my feelings and stuff like that, which is, as everyone knows, is not something that I enjoy discussing in or, you know, focusing on in any way, shape or form other than my anger and hostility towards anybody and everyone Um, (laughs) that that you have your priority, right? Yeah, that was just like incredible. That was incredible. So, yeah, I really appreciate it. So, yeah, no, I don't mind talking about it just as long as everybody understands I'm not, you know, bitching or moaning or complaining. It's just it's something that happened to me and hopefully, God willing, it'll never happen again.
1: Does that make, because, you know, COVID attacks more of the immune compromised. Does that, does your history of a stroke classify you as immune compromised?
0: Yes, it does. Which surprised me because I don't feel like I'm immune compromised. But yeah, it does. It does affect um, my immune system slightly because I am not as well off as I could be. I guess is the best way to say that. Um, So, yeah, it does. It it did mean that I had to be more aware of everybody else around me than people were aware of me around them. You know, it was like anywhere Mm -hmm. I went, I wore a mask. Anywhere my husband went, he wore a mask, which was like like pulling teeth some days he would just be like well they're not wearing a mask i don't give a fuck what they're doing you wear masks because in this house yeah we wear masks masks. we are a mask wearing family so yeah i mean it just it meant that i had to be more aware i just saw uh, you i'm not everybody's mama exactly and that's (laughs) why i was like i'm not everybody's husband but you have to wear one so yeah i mean it's Uh just it was one of those things where it was just like common courtesy meant that I wear a mask so you should wear a mask and that's all I ask of you just respect respect me enough to wear a mask
1: do you remember learning that we needed to wear masks i know i said that my my doctor said to but just as a society learning and the the statement that that makes like it turned into not just like wearing, you know, a mask or not wearing a mask. It turned into a political statement. It turned into a matter of respect, and just like all these crazy things that go behind, you know, what we have to do to keep each other safe. Because I'll be real, like I, I'm not saying you know that I necessarily have any negative feelings toward a lot of people or anything, but. Like, there are some times when, like, you're in public, when you're in the store, wear a mask. Like, if you're not wearing a mask, I'm just like, that's, come on. Like, you know, if you're not doing it at your house, you're not doing it at your, you know, I understand, like, restaurants like outdoor stuff that's a little bit different but like you're in you know walmart you're in kroger like wear a mask like that it's just it's just dangerous you're not
0: saying it but i'm completely saying it you 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 have to you have to do you have to do simple things and then there are people who will honestly get right in your face without a mask i'll be like whoa mm-hmm. i need at least six to twelve feet and they were like well why i gotta be 12 feet Because your breath stinks, and I don't want you in this. Yeah. Like, this is is my bubble. I don't like people in my bubble anyway. Now we're in a pandemic. I damn sure don't want you in my bubble. So it's like, like, common courtesy means step the fuck back and just respect that. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Write that down. Common courtesy means step the fuck back. I mean, it's just like, everybody just, like like had a huge problem with this and I'm just like, Why? Nobody wants to see your grill anyway. Your teeth look right. raggedy. and jacked. You should you should be happy that you're wearing mm-hmm. a mask right now because that means mm-hmm. half of you doesn't look as bad as it normally does and you're good to go. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it it became like this huge political thing where like people are just like, well I'm not wearing a mask. And I'm just like, okay, well, you don't care about me, clearly. I don't give a fuck about you, so I'm going to wear a mask because I'm a decent person. You're not going to wear a mask because you're a Roman shithead. Be you. Just stay the just stay the hell away from me. So, yeah, it, and I mean, it's just like, like, I didn't see. No, Patrick, tell us how you really feel. <laughs> I mean, it's true, though, because it's just like, it's a total dickhead move not to wear a mask. And I've got I've got my in-laws were just like they were just like, we're not gonna wear masks. Then they caught COVID. <laughs> it's like, hmm, how are you about wearing that mask now? I bet you wish you had a mask on now, don't you? And I was just, <laughs> oh, man. can I interject real quick. I yes. do have a
2: story to add to this. <laughs>
0: yes, please.
2: So one of my family members is one of those I won't wear a mask because it infringes upon my Trump given right to not wear a mask. <laughs> like Uh this is one of those (laughs) she and she ended up catching covid and coming to my family's thanksgiving instead before she got tested she came sick to my family's thanksgiving so the level of disregard for other people's lives and safety is it goes deep man it's crazy yeah it's deep
0: it's they deep. do not they they care so little about everybody else and they're just like they're like well, my family doesn't wear masks because I don't feel that we should have to okay, that's fine. Just stay at home then don't be out in mm-hmm. public coughing and hacking on people wiping your snotty nose on things and then touching know they're that cracker barrel
1: you know they're, it, crack like barrel. You know they're yes, cracker barrel yes. right now we, we went to <laughs> <laughs> after a huge church service they just had not tipping
0: yeah no no <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> <Go ahead. laughs> we went to south carolina in right after new year's we went to south carolina and we stopped at cracker barrel because rob loves cracker barrel Mm. of course he does yeah of course he does yeah we went to Cracker Barrel and there were so many people that mask on he was like look at that woman without a mask I was like look at that one without a mask I bet you 10 seconds from now she'll cough boo bitch you got coronavirus and she was hacking all over the place I was Ooh, like oh shit you got coronavirus why why are you like this why are you so disgusting
1: I ain't finna do shit with this coronavirus <laughs> I finna and I mean it's just like it's,
0: exactly exactly I just want to be like I look at people, I'm just like, ugh, you're so ugly with that mask off. I'm just like, oh, yes. when they wear masks, they wear their mask under their nose, or they wear their mask on their chin. I'm just like, why, you might as well not even have one. Why even wear that? It's, it's a To waste me, of that, time. like, makes
1: you more susceptible, because yes. the mask is, like, catching the tiny COVIDs, <laughs> and then you're, like, you're like licking them, <laughs> you
2: know,
1: like, it's, you're, like, it's, directly it's, breathing them in. It's like directly crazy.
0: It's absolutely crazy. And like, I remember like at times during the summer, Phyllis would come over and she would she would make me unlock the door and have some hand sanitizer out so that as soon as she came in, she touched the doorknob, she wiped, you know, clean her hands or whatever. I sit on the couch. She sit on the chair, which is over about six or seven, eight feet away. And we talk. And I was so happy for those days because I'm just like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, I get to see someone other than my husband who gets on my nerves. And I hate him so much <laughs> right now because I've been stuck in the house with him for the last Together. six months. I'm so God, oh. I love you so much. And then she'd be like, OK, I'm gone. I'd be like, no, don't leave me. Don't, never leave. Don't, don't go
1: anywhere. I know. I love my wife so much. There was there were two months when she was she was off work. She was off work for two months. And um, she was there. She was there every day. And I was there every day. And Romeo was there every day. And Mercutio was there every day. And Tally was there every day. And Leo was there every day. We all looked like Christopher Walken.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Clearing at each other by that time. There were t- some moments where I honestly thought to myself, Maybe I don't need him as much as I thought I did. <laughs> Maybe I don't love him as much as I thought I did. <laughs> Maybe we Maybe... can take a break. <laughs> Yeah, maybe maybe we just need to just go. Okay, you know what? This is it for us. Because I've seen a lot of relationships fail during this pandemic. I've seen a lot of marriages go south because they actually spent time with their spouses or their partners or their friend, you know, their their significant other for extended periods, and they were just like, you know mm-hmm. what? You're not for me. You are not for me. Yeah. And Lord Good knows, Lord, I hope Rob doesn't Love listen it. to this. <laughs> no, I hope he does because there was one time. Where I was just like, I am about two minutes from killing you. I already know where I'm going to bury you. I already know what I'm going to do with your body. I know what's going to happen to me. four and a half months I'm to okay. think about yeah, it. I know what's going to happen to me. Now I hope the police okay don't that. listen to that. Like, I was just like, I was done. But then I got another job and I was like, okay, good. We get to spend some time apart from each other. And I was okay with it because it was just like, if you say one more word like love, honey, whatever, I'm going to rip out your intestines and strangle you with them. And then I'm going to dance over your body like it, 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 it tested, it tested, it tested. So, yeah, this has been like the worst like the worst pandemic. Of I got pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> like there were no there were no moments where you, kill, where you went to where you went to kill Intestines her. There, there was no there were no moments. You know where what? Just of course like, there were. Exactly. I'm willing to say it whereas <clears throat> was, you on the other um, end or
1: not. There were a couple of times when I was on phone calls And she would come over and start messing with me. And I'm like, these are really important phone calls. (laughs) These are really, really important phone calls. Like, I'm teaching someone to data mine and do reporting right now so that the sales leaders can look at all this shit. And I'm just like, she came over and pantsed me, (laughs) (laughs) y'all. anymore that i couldn't
0: enjoy <laughs> like, like is this where my life is now i'm sitting in my living room with no pants right on.
1: like, I began, <laughs> like this,
0: i've got no pants on
1: standing desk converter so i was standing <laughs> and she came over and i'm sitting here on excel like sharing my screen with this guy teaching him how to do these things and all of a sudden
0: he got no pants on at work <laughs> my there. work
1: pajamas are at my ankle <laughs> <laughs>
0: Your work pajamas. I love how you say your work yes. pajamas. Like those are well, professional. Well, I mean,
1: now I have like my nighttime pajamas, my work pajamas, my lounging pajamas, and then my nighttime pajamas again. <laughs> I've got to
0: go change it to my lounging pajamas from my work yeah. pajamas. Yeah, <laughs> no. I know. I do not Let feel comfortable. Let me change into
1: something equally as comfortable.
0: <laughs> because they're all the same thing. And I mean, it's it's crazy. We're we're finally seeing the turnaround of this of this horrible situation that we've been in for the last year. And there are still people who who don't feel that they should be vaccinated. There are people who feel that they're I mean there are people whose lives did not change at all during this whole pandemic. And of course they're living wonderfully and loving life because they suck they get to be stupid and we are fortunately taking care of them by making sure that they're all right by wearing masks and making sure we keep good distance, social distancing and stuff like that.
2: Mm-hmm. But
0: I'm just like, like really you of course get to survive, but there are people like, um, my sister's best friend lost her father. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like, Wow. You... Yeah, I almost
1: lost my grandparents. I don't mean to make that comparison. No, like, no, it's, it's true. Actual, I mean, like, it's
0: very, but real.
1: My dad and my grandparents got it at the same time, and I have never been more terrified. Yeah, because my grandparents were in the hospital for eight days. Yeah, they I mean, they it's were crazy. very very ill, and if they so they got it in October. But if they had gotten it in March, if they had gotten it in April, like they wouldn't have, like in October, they received the, um, I believe the antivirals and the plasma or one or the other. I can't remember exactly what it was, but they had those available at a hospital in Mississippi. Yeah. Like, that would not have been the case. And that's not the case for a lot of people.
0: Yeah, it's A totally lot of not.
1: people do not have access to that type of medical care. And that's why I don't want to make the comparison, because that person, you know, that person might not have had the access to medical care, or it might have just not been enough for them. And I'm very, very fortunate. You know, we're all very fortunate that my grandparents, you know, because my, my papa has been in poor health for decades. like, yeah. And he still... He still came through. Now he still I mean, this is in October and he still really hasn't gotten his strength back. This is in what is March now?
0: Yeah. My my mother in law and father in law got it and my father in law has not been he is not he's still not doing well. Um my two brother in laws got it. They are both doing well. They're doing better. They're doing much better. But it's just like like what does it take for you to realize okay I need to be a little bit smarter about this and mm-hmm. I need to do the right thing and just save save myself the trouble of having to deal with this mm. um I know that with my with my with my health issues due to my stroke I I have been more aware of everybody else Around me and making sure that you know I keep a good vigilance and just oh, this mm-hmm. person sounds a little sick, let me keep my distance from them and everything. Um, but that takes a toll on you. Oh, yeah, I read it definitely something does.
1: recently that was you know, it was uh, Mama Beth Moore, huge shout out, she was a um. <laughs> Y'all know who Beth Moore is, don't you? Yes, yes. So she's finally come out of the uh, Southern Baptist denomination. Um, and she wrote something recently talking about how um, hypervigilance is exhausting. And yes. that's what we've been. We have been hypervigilant for a year. And we are all tired and we're all stressed out and it's just you know it's tough like i mean i'm i'm at mary's house right now we've been tiptoeing around each other both you know i'm double vaccinated but there's still a week before um before like it's in full effect because it takes two weeks or whatever and then she's you know she's on her second or she hasn't had her second dose just yet she's about to but you know we're still tiptoeing around each other and it's just us, you know, just us and our wives and we're wearing masks and everything and being safe. That takes a toll on you. Yeah, like, yeah it it's, it's really, really great to see each other. It really is. But how much better would it be just to be able to hug each other and not have to worry about that and just like, you know, worry about all the other shit we're normally worried about. <laughs> I'm ready for my old stress again.
0: My best friend got it um, from her husband who, who worked out in the public, she got it from him. And so their whole family had it around the beginning of the year. And so I was just like worried about them, not because they had health issues or something like that. I was just worried about them. And after she got it, You know, we were just like, well, you're good. Like, I mean, she had just had the vaccine then or the first shot, then found out she had it, then got the second shot, of course, when the time came around for it. And it was like, well, you're good now. And so I just got my second shot, not last week, but the week before. And like, I went and saw her the following weekend But it was just kind of like I still like wore a mask and was, you know, safe around her. We didn't we didn't hug or anything. But I cannot wait to just be like, okay, we are good. We are okay. We are everything should be fine now. Just kind of get used to that feeling of just like, Hey, have you been vaccinated? How how long ago were you vaccinated? Okay, good, I can hug you now. And I'm not even a big hugger. To people that I care about. No, that doesn't sound right. That that sounds horrible. I am a big hugger to people I care about. But, like, I can't wait to hug those people that I didn't hug enough before. I'm just going to be, like, all on them. Like a wild hugging mm-hmm. dog or animal that hugs things a lot. I don't know what that is. But there's something out there that hugs people a lot. Maybe a hug a source. I don't know. Whatever it is. I cannot wait to hug the shit out of people. I cannot. It's it's going to be something it's gonna be amazing. It's going to be very interesting for the world to get back to the normal pace of everything. So hopefully more people will will take this as a sign of okay, we've got to do better as a people. You know, and I I wish, I would love to say that this is a worldwide thing, but it's not. It's a United States thing. Unfortunately, our last president was a <sighs> giant go baby. And it's just like, he just handled this poorly. He just handled this so poorly. He so, definitely did. Yeah. There that, are
1: issues <clears throat> everywhere in the world, but, uh, you know, I just... I don't know exactly what vaccine availability and everything is like everywhere, but I'm really just ready to get to the other side of this.
2: And of course. Do okay. y'all remember when Trump said, we'll have this under control by Easter? Oh, he didn't specify which Easter. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Right. <laughs> <laughs> he did not say the year of right. Easter. He, he just, just said, said Easter. Easter.
0: Yeah. Like, so, it's,
2: it's very, you know, just to play the other <laughs> side of that argument. Here on the side of caution it's
0: it's crazy it's so crazy that this is something we've been dealing with for over a year now and we're still Mm -hmm. we're we're just now seeing hopefully a light at the end of a very long and dark tunnel
1: yeah
0: and i'm just hoping for the best
1: i'm starting to feel hopeful for the first time yeah i really am
0: it, it needs to be
1: seeing more and more people get the vaccine, yeah you know.
0: and I wish I wish that all those people who are naysayers about the virus itself would just go ahead and get the vaccine just in case just be like, you know mm-hmm. what I'm gonna go ahead and get it just to show you that they're putting a microchip in my body to track me. We could track you by your porn hub. We don't really need the microchip from a vaccine. <laughs> and your body for that. That's not necessary. But thank you for adding that extra to it. You know, we got you on your flip bone. We we got you. We could we can we can hear you. We can find you. We're good.
1: <laughs> I know it's like we're already being tracked all day. Every yeah. Day, I mean, that, that, that,
0: that means very little.
1: Speaking on the first time going out, <laughs> uh, that's really, that's in my mind a lot right now as we're, you know, I try not to be naive about it or like, You know, I try to definitely pay attention to science and the experts and everything on what's safe moving forward. And now what we've heard is fully vaccinated people can hang out in in, indoor spaces together without masks on. So we're no longer if you're vaccinated, you're no longer carrying it or, um, you know, there's like a I think with Pfizer, it's over 90 percent. Yeah. Yeah. Effective. Generally speaking, it's over 90% effective. So, I mean, that's just, that's really, really given me hope. And I'm super excited to be able to go out again and see my people and hug my family and see all those people who we've been together through, you know, through all these years, through good and bad.
0: I can't wait to actually sit in a room with you two and do this show. This is going to be so weird, like being in the same space. You guys, uh, I can't wait to actually, because Mary and I want to do, well, I want Mary to do songs. And, yes, I mean, this whole but,
1: podcast started because yeah, you wanted yes, a podcast wanted, of yourself I singing. I to sing
0: and just be like done with and it. So.
1: I haven't heard you sing a lick. And I text Mary because we talked, Patrick and I were talking about who you'd want to sing with. And I text Mary and asked if she'd want to sing with you. And she said, I'm really sorry. I'm just not going to have the time to do a song. (laughs) To do a song. She's not going to have time to record one. And now she's like, but I can sacrifice my entire life to be your producer slash editor slash engineer slash whatever
2: designer love designer I will go yeah to, to avoid singing in public guys. I love this <laughs> right this is, right. This is how her. far
0: I'm willing and to she go knows yeah. I love her and she knows anytime I ask her to sing something with me she always is like oh, I don't have time and I'm like ah you can you can work it out We'll yeah, work it I out I will time. work around your schedule <laughs> and I'm just like like I remember the first the first not the first time. The uh, We were doing that show for Love Doesn't Hurt. And I went down oh, there. Oh, I remember and, that number. And I went down there and she's like, well, I really just don't have time. I was like, we can make time for this. She has an amazing voice. And there mm-hmm. are very few people in this world that I enjoy singing with, and her and my singing partner Jennifer, they're just two voices that I love to harmonize with, these songs with, or whatever. Like their creative minds are so incredible. So it's just like, like I'm just like I will sing another song with you. I don't mm-hmm. care about your personal how much time you have because you'll make time for it, and that'll well, be that. Well, I'm gonna on get that. real
1: sweet because the. I would have to say that there are a few silver linings that have come out of the pandemic. There definitely are. Like, we cannot minimize those. And this is one of them for me. Oh, You know, a lot of people baked bread. And I decided to try to convince you two to do a podcast, (laughs) even though I had no... I, I approached Patrick saying, I have zero knowledge of how to do this. Um, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know if it'll work. I don't know if it'll be interesting, but Hey, um,
2: <laughs>
1: let's would you something. like to do yeah. this with
0: me? Yeah. That was in like, what? August or September. Mm-hmm. No, that was, that was in June and July. Oh, it we was it June or July. This. Okay. Yeah. So we, we started about recording. It, yeah. We started yes. recording
1: in September. That's what Cause it was, it was around
0: Phyllis's birthday, I believe. Uh-huh. We started discussing it we were on a panel or something together and it was just like incredible. Like, cause I mentioned oh, I wanted yeah, to do something. Was yeah. During
1: that. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So yes, like I love that you both are taking this journey with me. This is incredible. And I, I wish that Mary Robin would choose to do more with us, but whatever I whatever I can get from her, I, no, don't give me that look. What do you want? Don't, don't give me that look. Like uh-huh. I want. <laughs> I want you in this, like, completely, yes, no. I right, want you to I'll leave, leave your it. audio
1: in the show. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. That's what I'll I'm probably
1: having.
2: leave some of it. Like, I interjected a lot more than
0: this, yes. too. Yeah.
1: But you're so good. Like, we really like it.
0: Yes, you are. So this has been a wonderful show talking about the pandemic and how much it sucked, but how much we've gotten out of this, how much joy we've gotten out of it. Mm-hmm. So thank you, America, for being disgusting and not taking care of yourselves. If it wasn't for y'all, <laughs> no. we wouldn't have this. We wouldn't, wow. This wouldn't be our show. So, yeah. So thank you That's very much.
1: That's not the sign-off that I had in mind. <laughs> but What did you have in mind? What did you have in mind? Something along the lines of uh, make Bring love, not war. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks for being Remember gross, that. America.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for being it's disgusting. This is Swell Talk, so we want to go ahead and do our outro? Yes,
2: yes,
0: <laughs> yes. All
1: right. Well, <laughs> that wouldn't have been my choice of outro, but I'm Alex.
0: <laughs> and I'm Patrick, and this is Swirl Talk 901, where we honestly say thank you for being our friend, but please stay at least 12 feet back, just in case. Move, bitch. You got coronavirus oh shit you got coronavirus we ain't finna do shit with this coronavirus i ain't finna take a trip with this coronavirus Ooh,
2: swirl talk bitch. 901 you is available on all major listening platforms you, you can connect with us on facebook and instagram at swirl talk 901 if you're comfortable sharing your coming out story and want to be featured in an upcoming episode about you about can email patrick and beer. alex at swirltalk901 at gmail.com or leave them a voicemail at 901 six4 zero74 like that is not your hands 901 a is a production of, so of queer for media created you. and hosted by Patrick and Pearson and Alex ain't Carpenter ain't produced edited engineered and scored you. by Mary
0: robot